ইম্প্যাক্ট All of this, of course, to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on htsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HT Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. sure you've seen climate change as a topic quite often i'm sure you've heard of the term carbon financing but not many people really know what it is to be honest with you i didn't as well until i got married and we'll figure out why in a second but first i want to introduce you to our special guest for the day two founders who have set up a beautiful little defi startup that offers a hint of optimism by addressing climate change through financing we'll talk to uh, sarab uh, sarab and ankit mathur who are both joining us on the show this morning uh, they're the founders of offset farm guys what's up how are you good to see you both thank you kai oh, we are all well <laughs> just happy to be uh, talking with you here awesome i think uh, you're doing well ankit is doing really well he had a haircut so looking yes. extra good yes. extra yes. fly extra well, fly well, thank you thank you for the compliment guys. <laughs> yeah. so guys happy to be here. we're we're looking at carbon financing and not many people kind of understand what that is and let me get and give you context into saying why i know about it now because i'm married uh, my wife's actually into carbon finance in a very large way uh, she's the head of partnerships for a carbon financing company that's based out of singapore so i know this space pretty well uh, because she talks about it all the time <laughs> but what i'm uh, excited about is when i came across you guys i find that you use uh decentralized finance to actually do this and that's that intrigues me because um you get investments that come in to finance climate projects they're listed on the platform they're represented by nfts which you guys call sprout if i'm not mistaken and you've uh, introduced a offset token which is backed by a carbon credit and equivalent to 1 ton of co2 saved a lot of jargon a lot of concepts that many common folk might not understand Sorob can I start with you just breaking down for us what is carbon finance Sure okay so carbon finance is uh essentially financing projects that uh help in climate mitigation Right climate mitigation is measurable in terms of the number of or the tons of carbon dioxide it is saved reduced removed from the atmosphere Right so financing that goes to these activities that essentially reduce carbon dioxide emissions or remove them is called carbon finance right beautifully very well explained ankit um from that perspective how does decentralized finance come into what you guys do in carbon financing if you could break that down for our listeners yeah yeah that's 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 a very good question k we are also trying to figure that out yeah of course in the blockchain that- space and the nft space is all a very new space so everybody is figuring it out so yeah i totally get what you're saying so yeah so so at this point what we are trying to do is we are trying to 
make these investments smaller so that more and more people can actually participate in this whole financing game. I mean, we, we're not trying to make one large project and sell it to one large corporation there, but we're actually trying to democratize the access to regular folks who really want to put money into climate action. And that's where DeFi really comes into play because it allows for fractionalization, it allows for traceability, it allows for a lot of price transparency to both the investors as well as project developers on the ground. And uh, yeah, the idea is to keep growing. Fantastic. We're using blockchain to basically track all these transactions and the action that comes out of them and whatnot. Fantastic. In India, though, I feel like carbon finance, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, is a fairly newer concept for a lot of people and corporates to kind of digest. Around the world, though, not so much. I mean, a lot of people are very aware of what it is and the corporates use it on a regular basis. Talk to me why we are in that space as a country here in India. Who would like to take that? I'm, I'm happy to take that. Go for it, please. Uh, and uh, I would say that, uh, to be honest, India was at the forefront of uh, actually a lot of mitigation activities. A lot of corporates actually understand it as well. It's just that offsetting as... Uh, as, as a corporate method of reducing the declared emissions is something which hasn't really picked up uh, in India. But, but there's a clear trend towards it. There are companies who are facing customers outside of India who really want to uh, put it out there that they are conscious of their emissions and they're taking all the steps to reduce them. And wherever they cannot reduce them in their own activities, they'll go for projects that can do it for them and, and use the offsets that are generated from the projects. You know? So, right. so yeah, I, I would give due credit to the companies in India and would say that uh, that trend is definitely growing. You're saying that India is is on par? Are you, are we see like, really? I mean, that comes as a surprise to me a little bit. Well, to be honest, India is at par when it at comes par. to generating okay. these, uh, you know, sort of... Uh, the credits. credits. Right, yes. right, right. But I was referring to like, more from financing of these credits. Um, yes, I'll, I'll let Saurabh take that decision. Sure, 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 sure. Well, well Kay, uh, so even in, in terms of financing these credits, what we have seen on the ground, there is interest from Indian corporates, but I would say that the interest is uh, from a very narrow set of corporates. Okay. Uh, typical listed companies who are internationally operating, uh, who are answerable to their shareholders within and outside ah, of India. So the much larger and MNCs we're looking at. Exactly. So much larger MNCs, Indian MNCs are actually keen and interested now more and more as you know shareholder activism picks up. But I'll just kind of uh, want to add to what Ankit said that while corporates may be catching up now for reasons that we are talking about, uh, India as a geography, and I can expand it to South Asia as a geography, is the geography which is the supplier of the maximum number of credits. I'm aware of that, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, and, and that is a position that we have had since long, uh, mm. since, you know, Kyoto Protocol uh, was in action. Uh, sure. And, and till date, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting because we just had COP26 that kind of happened and a lot of developments from there as well. If I'm a person as an individual, I'm just interested in, in a better, greener tomorrow. Is it a possibility for me as an individual to kind of invest in in carbon financing and maybe get a token and stuff like that? Or would I have to shell out extremely large amounts of money and it's not possible for me? Well, um, so I'll take this. Uh, uh, so absolutely, Kay. And, and you know, that this is our vision behind Offset Farm. Uh, so two major things. 
we've been in the space we've worked on projects sure we've actually got gotten finances to projects and and what we have seen that project activity that is happening in india or perhaps other developing countries mm. with, uh, local project developers are taking up multiple risks to implement their projects right they eventually fall at the mercy of many intermediaries that play in the market yeah you know when it comes to liquidating their carbon credits so this is one thing that we want to change we want money to go into into the hands of project developers directly mm. that's what this platform is aiming at radical transparency when it comes to projects when it comes to intersection or sorry interaction of the investors right. and the project developers like nothing to hide straightforward transaction one second so now answering the question you you had yes i mean a typical carbon project uh may have an issuance of let's say 2 million carbon credits for yeah <laughs> i'm yeah Now, that is something that is definitely not acceptable for an individual investor right but this is what offset farm is doing uh by and th- this is you know one of the most suited place for blockchain in our sector that today we can uh kind of break into pieces those 2 million credits into you know smaller batches and still be able i hate to use this uh, uh kind of analogy but we're talking like basically like a mu- uh, mutual fund oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah with uh, with with very low ter yeah. local expense ratio <laughs> i like it <laughs> cool you guys are speaking my language already fantastic okay cool uh, you know let's quickly talk about as an individual as an indian right am i incentivized to be part of something like this at the moment is there like incentive from the government to be part of something like this or not yet Who would like to take that ankit yeah, yeah i'm happy to take that i <clears throat> i would say that people can can actually uh, invest in these activities they can actually be part of these activities and uh, there's there's actually money to be made uh, and uh, and to be honest i it it would be great to get incentives for these activities but uh, but but they're not necessarily needed you know so the government's policies are probably in the right direction when it comes to pushing people towards energy access clean energy transition so on and so forth sure uh, but but you don't necessarily need enabling uh, policies at this point for for carbon or carbon offsets per se. i'm just looking at it from a perspective of um, say for example <coughs> excuse me see i'm i'm getting a i don't know like a to use another financial term like a section atc tax break uh, right um is that something that we kind of have if i indulge in something like this or not yet well, maybe in the future fingers crossed i would say yeah i would say that there, there are definitely incentives to buy evs right so you do get ah. uh, you know a, a discount straight up right so so that's that's your incentive right. correct so in a way uh you know energy transition sahi hai just like mutual fund sahi hai you know? so so that's what it is yeah i don't know why when this interview became like a finance interview sorry i, I didn't mean for it to be at all <laughs> at all i'm looking at it from an india perspective and you say that we're a lot of implementers of a lot of these projects on ground i would love to kind of ask you i mean just for for like cheap thrills to ask you almost which state is probably leading from that perspective Oh, it 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 is always Maharashtra, right? I mean, all your companies are listed here. Damn, I was like hoping you'd say Bangalore for some yeah. reason. I'm a little upset. No, that's horrible. Yeah. Okay, cool, huh? Yeah. So, and and we have more population share in Maharashtra than in Karnataka, right? So, so there you go. Sure. But uh, having said that, having said that, I think uh, 
Bangalore is definitely leading when it comes to the number of EVs that I see on the road. That's so, I yeah. I wouldn't agree with you. Then I don't know. No. I, I don't know what roads you're looking at because in Bangalore I keep <laughs> making this joke that we don't have roads. But hey, you know what? We'll we'll take it as it comes. Um, cool, guys. You've talked about how NFT is kind of integrated in this, uh, how blockchain is kind of integrated into carbon financing and whatnot. And I, I have this conversation a lot with a lot of different founders of late, whereby a lot of them are using blockchain for various things. I feel like blockchain is going to become a very integral part of every system uh, in the next couple of years. But for this carbon finance market, right, I would love to get from you guys where you feel it's kind of going, especially in the next five years. Mind you, this doesn't have to be predictions based on data and blah, blah, blah. This might be just because of your personal instead of being in the industry where you feel it's going and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to say that, uh, yeah, it's moving towards this space with the NFTs and with the tokenization and things like that. And, and I think that's a given. But other than that, where else do you see it going? I'll, I'll try to answer some yeah. of that. And sure, sure, sure. And then we'll hand it over to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I see that the industry is set to grow 10 to 15x by 2030 you know so so that's that's straight up now right. if if you look at anything that has that sort of a growth trajectory you'll need technology to make the processes easier right and and whatever is the cutting edge or the leading edge of the technology will eventually get used in that use case right. so from that perspective you will have a lot of technologies in terms of traceability mrv and all of those other things Got coming in right. and, and blockchain actually adds that element, right? But even, even without all of that, I think uh, we, we're going in the right direction. The, the space is going to grow. We need more tra price transparency. We need lesser transaction costs. We need more professionals to just be interested in this and actually put projects out there. And that's what we want to do at Offset Farm. You know, we want people to set up projects and to, for investors, to feel excited about them and, and to keep pumping money into those professional project developers, you know. Wonderful. Yeah. Saurabh, your thoughts? I mean, I, I'll just like to add to what Ankit said. Uh, so, I mean, if you look at it from a historic perspective and the history of internet, uh, internet started with being a unidirectional information exchange between, you know, you and me, uh, something on the desktop, I read it, and then I move to the next page. Slowly platforms took over and there was a peer-to-peer -peer exchange. Now, slowly, the platforms became so big that they kind of dominated my exchange with you, right? Even to the extent of uh, platforms being so uh, strong that they could de-platform you or me. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. If you see it from that historic perspective and now tying it to what you're, you're asking about, the implementation or uh, potential for this technology in the climate finance space, mm. I think uh, uh, this is going in the direction where uh, the individual part is superseding the platform part. And okay. that is something what Web3 supports. So, so today, individuals can basically, or using this technology, uh, piggybacking on what it offers, are able to make decisions without having a central trust repository. Got so it. without okay. having a, someone you know, uh, whom they have to trust uh, for the sake of it. So, so, so in terms of the way technology will move forward in this direction, but actually be addressing these very fundamental issues of information asymmetry, for example, or information, uh, let's say, uh, clogging of information by mm. legacy partners who were there existing in the industry, hold information for ulterior motives, uh, for personal profits. And what happens is basically the sector suffers. Got it. Second, how you can make this thing much more transparent, like, as I said, radically transparent. Right. So this is where, again, you know, the use case of Web3 comes in that you're able to basically just trace each and every transaction you're doing in the market. There's just nothing to fight. 
Right. I'll just pause here. I can go on and on. Uh, I'm sure. Um, but this is such a fascinating space for me. And uh, I was just... Uh, more from the perspective of... Because I feel like this is like an inevitable way to go for a lot of uh, companies out there, you know, and then for people as well. Because, I mean, it's not like we're in the best place when it comes to the environment at the moment. And it's, these things are going to become more and more necessary as we move through the years. Um I, th- I find the application of this extremely fascinating, but where I kind of uh, want to leave this off before I say bye-bye to you guys is uh, I'm curious as to how you both came together. I mean, um, and how, you know, the story is of you guys and how you met and how you decided to set up something like Offset Farm. I'm expecting like this crazy love story, but I don't know. Ankit, you want to start and then maybe Saurav will complete you like he always does. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, you, you've already made it sound like a love story, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, you know, I'll ask you, all the credit for getting Saurabh out of a job. Uh, you know, Saurabh has spent almost a decade in EU doing climate finance, uh, etc., consulting, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, on the other hand, I have spent a decade trying to, you know, go into the hinterlands and, and, you know, sell consumer durables to rural households. And so in the last couple of years through the pandemic, uh, we got thinking in terms of, you know, how can we, put these projects together and, and get an edge on, on technology on this and, and present it like a platform to, to everyone. So, so how we know each other is that we, we studied, we went to the same undergrad college. Okay. And uh, eventually I was able to, you know, get Saurabh to, you know, sort of leave his cushy job or so I think. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, set this up with me. Yeah. Awesome. Saurabh, what do you want to add? I mean, I, I think that's absolute truth. <laughs> I feel like there's I feel like there's some secret stuff here you're not telling us. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is what it is. So Ankit is a few batches senior to me uh, huh. in my so so when I graduated, uh, he was setting up his current company. Okay. And and we've basically been uh, friends and in very regular touch ever since, even when I was not in India. Okay. Yeah. So there's no ah I was expecting a better romance story. I guess that <laughs> sorry. Just didn't work out for us. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you guys are like work wives to each other. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can 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 make out that you guys are like you work very closely together and stuff like that. Okay, awesome. Um, guys, this has been this has been cool to kind of um you know do. And I want to ask you one more question, if you don't mind me indulging, is for the young people out there who are in interested in in this space. And I'm not saying only carbon finance. I'm talking about the environmental space in general. They want to do something for a better planet, right? What would be your one piece of advice after so many years doing this um, that you could give to a young person probably starting off their journey and they want to kind of, you know, do something like this? I'll start with Saurabh. I mean, I would say just take the plunge. Uh, when you are just starting off, you graduated from the college, the stakes are very less, relatively speaking. And that is the time you can take the maximum risk. So, so, so just, I mean, if you feel for the sector, if you, if you have a desire to explore, I mean, just take the plunge uh, one second. Don't be shy when it comes to reaching out to people who are already working in the sector. You, know, you can find them on LinkedIn, you know, read blogs, et cetera. You know, there's a whole lot of information gamut out in the social media. Sure. People are really willing to engage. Uh, so, I mean, to the youngsters, if this is targeted to them, don't feel intimidated. Just reach out, write, I mean, write to us info at offsetfarm.io. Uh, so we'll be happy to engage, for example. So so yes, take the plunge, reach out. Uh, don't fear to experiment. Love it. I, I, I think 
this is the best time to take the risk super yeah. ankit what do you want to add yeah i would just add that keep at it guys keep at it you know so so once you once you've decided to take the plunge as saurabh has already suggested just keep at it you know it takes a lot of persistence to change the planet and uh, we need all of it from you awesome thank you guys this has been so fun to chat with you both and i wish you all the very best because what you're doing is clearly for a better tomorrow uh but exciting times and and i really hope that you know a couple of years down the line i get to say that hey remember those cool guys offset farm like i got to speak with them a very long time back when they were just kind of you know doing things and, and and you know look at where they are today uh thank you so much for your time both of you saurabh and ankit and um once again uh thank you for being on this edition of tech for change thank you thank you thank so you, much Kate. thank you for having us thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K A Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. Now to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.